Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 77 WABC Sports. Here's Mike DiDino. All right, welcome back to another episode of the 77 WABC Sports Podcast. I'm Mike DiDino with whoever, this guy that keeps joining me, and that is, what's your name again? I, I would like a better intro. Do All right, I'm with my co-host, Phil the Dixon. one, the only, Phil the Dixon. man, the myth, the legend, <sighs> Phil, Phil Dixon, who's wearing a Ryan McDonough jersey today. Do you know what team Ryan McDonough is on? Plays for Tampa Bay. Good. You know where Ryan McDonough went oh to my, college. What, is this? What, what are we doing? Were now? you wearing a Rangers? Are you a Rangers fan? No, you're not. No, I do like that jersey. Thanks. Can I have it? Yeah, I'll Venmo you right now. How much? I'm being serious. I'll Venmo you right I don't know. now. How much? How much do hockey jerseys go for? You told if I told you how much I got this for twenty you. bucks. <laughs> no. I'll give you. I'll buy you lunch today. I buy me lunch. I'll buy you McDonald's. I'll buy you a four-piece nugget and a medium fries. McDonald's in for exchange McDonald's? for that Ryan McDonough jersey. Okay, that's fair. All right, Phil, what's going on? How's life? It, I mean, as horrible as I could ever be. Your life is pretty bad, isn't it's, it? It's not fun. Why do you say that? It just What is this, therapy hour, or are we going to talk about sports? <laughs> All right, let's talk about sports. What do you want to start with? I think the the thing that we should start with is the biggest thing, and not only in sports, but probably... Like, and that's the NBA All-Star game. It's the NBA. No, not really. I would say Jokic. I mean, it's MVP. Yeah, it's uh, DeMar Hamlin. Yes. And let's be serious for a second. Awful situation, what happened to DeMar... But it seems like he's at least trending in the direct, right direction. Latest reports are that he is still in the ICU, but he is trending in the right direction. He asked, who won the game yesterday? And the doctor replied, you won the game of life. Now, you have you have qualms with this, don't you? I hate that like more than anything. It makes me it makes me Why? feel uncomfortable. It's the corniest thing ever. Just what shut would you up. have said? Shut up. Just tell him. Like Tell him what happened. This guy's... This guy's, you know, just died and has been unconscious for like days, and he's just finally coming back to it. He has no idea. The last memory he has is on the football field, and the first thing he asks is on the football field. And you're trying to come up with this uh, uh, inspirational quote to try. You're just trying to make headlines there. It's the corniest thing. Just to be be a doctor. What said? Be a doctor. Don't be. You're not Charles Darwin. You're mm-hmm. not you're getting paid to, to come up with these inspirational quotes. Just shut up and do your job. And to be a realist, did he? I mean, he's alive, so God bless and. This whole situation, honestly, did shake me up a little bit. Yeah, it was scary. It was really scary, and it's just tough to see this. I mean, I, I watched it live, and right when it happened and he fell, it was like, all right, he either just fainted or something yeah. really bad that, happened. That was, Those were, like, happened. the two scenarios. That's what I thought in my head. It was something in his chest. He, he just fainted. He got, like— so He didn't get hit very no, hard. It he didn't get hit in the helmet. And it wasn't an abnormal hit. You see a hundred of those hits a game, you know, all over the field. It's not like—that was, like, one of those hits where a helmet goes flying and a guy's laying there, and immediately you're like, that's that's something important. The way he fell was scary, but the hit wasn't anything abnormal. No, and that's why I knew it was either he fainted or it was something really serious. And then they come back from commercial— and you see all the players' reactions, and man, that shook me up. It's, and I, I don't mean to cut off from being serious, but you talk about the commercial. Like, it, is it 
I felt inappropriate at the time that, like, you know, this serious thing happens, and then a Whopper commercial just comes yes. on. And it's, it was, like, comical. It, it's hard not to, like, make fun of that. Well, the most messed up thing about the whole situation is what the NFL said after he was taken out in the ambulance that the teams would have five minutes to yeah. get ready. So the NFL wanted to play this game. Whatever they say, whatever Roger Goodell wants to say, now that the situation is over and he had time to think about it, his plan was to play the game after five minutes and Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, said, I cannot play this game right now. So once again, another big L for Roger Goodell, who's the biggest clown in the world at this point. Yeah, I mean, commissioners are never, it's never an easy job. No, and take it from me, a big-time fantasy commissioner, fantasy football commissioner. It's a thankless job, and I hate it. Yeah, I'm saying people people hate commissioners. And, like, again, that makes sense. Commissioners are bad people. You just don't tell me you're you're a fantasy commissioner. That that makes sense. You're a bad person. I am a bad person. Of course, yeah. So that actually adds up very much, yeah. Why do you think I'm a bad person? What are we doing? They're doing therapy hour? Yes, a little bit of therapy. I'm down bad this week. It's been a tough week for me. Life, man. But seriously, the whole situation with you—you this... you had a much better week than Demar Hamlin had. Yeah, that's messed up to say that. Well, th- but that... you did. I mean, like, think about it. Like any that kind well, of puts it into perspective. It does, right? and that, and, and I, I did put a lot into perspective for me. Here I am, bitching and moaning about my TikTok not doing well, and this kid who devoted his whole life to the NFL now is fighting for his life, and it really puts and, life into perspective. And, and it's one of those things too that, like, you know, he's he's what twenty four years old, twenty four, second year in the league. He's had an, he's had a pretty good season, and it, you you never think when you're in that situation, like my NFL career could be over in a second. It, like you know, obviously, he almost lost his life. That's the more important thing. But from a guy, you have to feel bad. This guy might never play football. He won't. Again. How could I mean? If he does, that would be a miracle. Yeah, of course, it'd be a miracle if he walked. Like, what what what's what is what would you have to like guess his status would be moving forward? Like, what's the What's the most realistic situation for him? I, it's it's hard for me to tell because I have no you know experience in the, in the field with with this type of stuff, and I'm obviously no doctor. There's doctors that w- that could tell you like people who have had this in the past, what they've done, how much they've accomplished. Uh, I think it's better. I, again, this is coming from no medical expertise. I think it's better it happened to his heart than his brain because it, it's your brain that shuts down, then like your entire body shuts down, right? If it's just a cardiovascular thing, maybe he could recover to the point where he could be athletic again, but it, it's it's hard to tell. It's so hard to tell. Again, it would be a miracle if, if he could play the sport of football again. And that's where it shakes me up. This kid's sixth-round draft pick from Pittsburgh. He was relatively highly recruited out of high school. But, you know, you work your whole life to get to this situation. Now you're starting safety for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations and then it's taken away from you. It could be gone. Like, it's messed like up, that. man. Life's messed up sometimes. It, and it's, it's not a and first now time. now everybody else moves on. and Yeah, well, that's what, that's the thing. They're going to feel bad for you a little bit. You're, you're the headlining story. And then... You have to live an entire life after this. Exactly. In two years from now, people are still going to talk about it. That's not going to make him the millions that he could have if he continued being in the NFL. Oh. And again, that's probably, it, it sounds like, you know, people could say, uh, my head's not not in the right space when I'm talking about money now and all this. But again, he's got he's to gotta have a, a career, like a life after this. He planned his, all 20, not 24, but, you know, the last 15 years of his life have been nothing but football, probably. That's all he focused on was football and getting to this point. And it, it's, you know, he's going to have to live a life after this. He, he he's, doesn't have a college degree. Uh, you know, he was planning to be a football player forever, and I was going to make him uh, his living, and he just won't have that anymore, likely. Yeah, it sucks. It's up. It That's sucks. what gets me shaken. It sucks. That's why I'm happy. I know he has this foundation that, uh, Made seven million dollars, which is insane because his—that's more than double his entire rookie contract for four years. He had three and three point six million dollar contract, so he's already doubled his um his, his entire rookie contract in just donations. I hope 
if he doesn't have an NFL career, he could use some of that money. Should be allowed to. For, it, it, I don't know. The, it's a GoFundMe, so he probably could. But uh, his goal is 2500 He's obviously he's, he's a good guy to the point where he's going to uh, use a lot of that money for the foundation. He should also, if he doesn't have an NFL Absolutely. career after this, be, use that to support himself. And it was cool. You can go to the GoFundMe page and you can look at the top donors. Yeah. And I was, I was, it was nice to see, you know, like Tom Brady, uh, the Patriots, they donated, the Colts donated, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Christian Adams, McCaffrey. I saw, yeah. Uh, Michael Phelps was on there. There's a lot of people. Um, uh, it's nice <laughs> to see. It's just nice to see the whole community come I, I, together. I, I, I thought it was funny that uh, for a while the top donor was Chris Jericho, the wrestler. But uh, he's donated five grand and spelled his name wrong when and he, then did, he it. did it again. And right? He did another five grand. I saw that. It's funny. Rudy Giuliani, uh, WBC's own, donated a couple thousand did dollars. He? Yeah, nice. I saw he was on the top. Rudy's a class act. Yeah, of course. Uh, Robert Kraft donated yes eighteen thousand and three dollars and three for his for his jersey number. A lot of a lot of people did that. Yes. Adam Schefter, I saw donated. So that, that took me a few minutes to realize. I'm not gonna lie, I did not realize what that meant. Now I do. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's the three for his. Makes I guess it's, it doesn't make a difference. No, is it symbolic? Not really, honestly. It doesn't. It's just doing this like weird thing where you think you're you're being deep, but it's, you're just putting another three dollars in. So, yeah. Well, Demar Hamlin, I wish you my best. This one really shook me up from like an actual like human standpoint. So, I'm pulling for him, but life unfortunately does have to go on, and now the NFL has to go on. So they announced yesterday that the Bills Bengals game won't resume. So they're coming up with a number of different ideas right now how they can move forward. They have not yet come up with a set-in-stone plan. Now, it seems like the decision will be something along the lines of the top two seeds in the AFC will play at a neutral site. Yeah, and they, they want to do an outdoor field too because all three of those teams play outdoor. So you have to get even more specific which arenas you're picking because you want to play at the conditions that they're used to playing, right? So that makes sense. Uh, this kind of this this the whole Demar Hamlin thing kind of reminds me of like early COVID with sports when like you well, know they they were trying to, to they were trying to continue but they were like they didn't really really know what to go about they were kind of just making stuff up on the fly and like trying to make it work so it kind of reminds me of that right I brought that up I was having a conversation with my buddies the other day and I said this is not similar to covid but the only thing the circumstances can, of how the they're circ- like adjusting on the well, fly well the sports is stopping yeah, for, essentially for, and yeah, like, can't, and totally. I was could you you know pause the league for a week push everybody back a week until you get cuz the good news is that positive News came out on, on on Hamlin, so now at least life could start to move forward. God forbid something worse. I mean, I hate to even bring this up, but God forbid he did not make it. Yeah, would the NFL have to? Can't? How can you? If I'm on the Bills, and I'm yeah, honestly getting like t- chills even talking, how can you play this Sunday if 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 your teammate you watch or him? the rest of the seat? I mean, these guys are gonna be scarred for life. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about. Both, both teams, too. You, T. Higgins, the guy. How is he ever going to play football again with like a straight mind if if that if if Demar Hamlin passed away? No, and, he, he and forever. It's giving me like the chills right now. Like even when they play that first snap, the Bills and the Bengals on Sunday, it's still going to be. It's like that first snap. Well, they, like, do you still get in that killer mode? You still get into that mentality of this, it, or it, or does like your whole mentality change now? I, I think I think. Um, even you know, on better circumstances, it's still bad circumstances, but better circumstances that Hamlin seems to be trending in the right direction, and the NFL will continue. Uh, I think next week's game between the Bills and the Patriots is going to be, like, you know, that's going to be like a national moment. That's where all eyes oh, yeah. are on them. It's going to be this hugely symbolic game. The Bills have to win too. It's, well, it, it, I was just going to say the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they, yeah, they kind of like they're they're the team. If you're like any neutrals. 
they're the team that everyone is going to be rooting for. Anyone that is not a football fan that kind of like, you Everybody. know, everyone's going to want the Bills to win. Not to mention they already have a great fan base. I mean, as far as like individual fan bases, they don't have the best in the NFL. They, they as might. far as dedication goes, those guys are psychopaths. I mean, I'm rooting for them for sure. Yeah, I mean, and they were they were a fun team before this. I yeah. mean, they were a great team. They were the, they were the favorites going into the season, the number one odds to win the Super Bowl. So it's not like this is like some... Some underdog story. They could have done it, got it done, and they should get it done, and it would be an amazing story if they did it get it done. It would be. It would be. So what's next for the NFL? You think they do the, the – now, they haven't actually solidified a plan yet. Yeah. I know they were teetering with some options yesterday. You told me Schefter brought one up on ESPN when the, when the number one seed would choose whether or not they wanted home field advantage or a bye. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool, honestly. I like that. I, so I, like, do I. I like when like, choices you have to make decisions. Yeah. I like, I like Instead of just, all right, let's just play a neutral side. I like spontaneousness. So do I. I like get, that. You get to choose. That's cool. And uh, So just to clarify, what was Schefter talking about on ESPN yesterday? Oh, yeah. The, the, the two options. The one you said where they're going to either look for the AFC championship in a neutral zone because now the uh, seating would be a little bit messed up if both teams have a void game, which they now do. Uh, we learned that the it's pretty much treated as like a draw then, right? Yeah, There's it's no, no contest, contest, but it's, so it's, it's the same thing as a draw. It's a tie. Um, so now it'd be impossible for them to have the same records uh, moving forward. Obviously, if there was uh, supposed to be a deadlock draw at the top. Uh, so instead of doing a neutral zone in the AFC championship, they they said they could do that decision between the number one team, which is likely to be the Chiefs. Yeah, right? well, they're so, going to beat the Broncos on Saturday. And, and then they're going to be the number one seed. They yes. have to. because they, 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 If they win, the they Bills are the one seed. The, the Bills own the tiebreaker. If the Bills beat the Bengals on Monday night and then beat the Patriots this week, they would have had the one seed. Yeah, and they would because they, they had the tiebreaker. So And then if both teams lost... And, and the, Bengals the Bengals won out, then they would have. Yes. Okay. So, um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that this happened in this game. You know what I mean? Like, what are the odds that it would happen in a game that's so important this late in the season that it would like shake things up th- to this extent? But I mean, that's you can never predict these things. Obviously, then this something like this has never happened before. Even them changing the rules of the season of the entire season. You know, that's half the league right now. The AFC has to deal with this. Uh, moving forward, but I like the idea of choosing between a neutral, uh, choosing between a bye week and a home field advantage. And I asked you yesterday uh, what you thought, and I think we were were uh, conflicting there, right? No, we agreed. Oh, for did once, you? For once, we agreed. I I think I kind of convinced you because I said you didn't convince me. Don't say I, you convinced I, I said me. I'd rather take the home field advantage. And like really over the bye, I was like, yeah, like I mean, if. No, I'm taking the home field. I'm not going to Buffalo if I'm kidding. That, that's what I said. I, I said am not you, going to Buffalo. It's, it's one thing if you're playing in like <laughs> San Diego or something. You're to go in Buffalo, especially from Kansas City, where it's you're down close to the border. It's. Do you know what that scene would be like, Kansas City in Buffalo after last year? What happened last year, and then everything that happened last week? What the magnitude and the the. The atmosphere of that no, game would be like the Chiefs would have no chance, and and Arrowhead is a fantastic home oh, field advantage too. Sure. So it's that I think that who are they going to play in the first round? So it's undecided yet. The Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Steelers are all fighting for the last wild card spot. <laughs> you got to hope the Steelers get through then if you're going to give up that bye. Well, the, <laughs> the Chiefs would be, and I was saying this on Twitter because I saw somebody tweet, "You take the bye ten out of ten times, a hundred out of a hundred times." You may have, he then said, and I totally disagree. I, I disagree, man. I think you want to go to Buffalo and play that game. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Yeah, and, and also you're going to play home field for every game before the AFC Championship too. So it's like... Is, is it that you can't beat the damn Patriots at home? If, you can't beat the Steelers at home? I was gonna say, you can't if, beat a third-string quarterback if Skyler Thompson Dolphins at home? Listen, that's exactly what I'm talking about. If that's what you're worried about, if you're concerned yeah. about that, then you shouldn't even be focused on the AFC Championship because you're not going to get no. you're not going to win the AFC Championship they anywhere. Won't do that the NFL is no fun. I know it's. Uh, we'll do a neutral site in uh, Detroit. Uh, well, Detroit is. A I dome. think they, I think they said they can't do Detroit anyway. Because it's they, a dome. Yeah. So. I want to ask you a question. I don't know what else uh, we'll get to today, but I want to stick to this story because big. Skip Bayless is under a lot of heat. <laughs> yeah. It always seems like... See, the thing about Skip is, and I might be taking a tad of... I want to get your your take on it first because you're the king of hot takes. You saw the tweet, obviously. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it while you um, give your take on it. But All right, yeah. I, I, I think if anyone other than Skip Bayless tweeted this, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I agree. Maybe, maybe some people would be like, all right, listen, that's a little in poor taste, or uh, uh, this, is, this is not the best time to be thinking about this. And he even stated it. He's like, it, it, I shouldn't be thinking about this right now, but I am. And honestly, I'm kind of with Skip. I think his tweet was like sensical. And out of Skip, a tweet from Skip Bayless, that's rare. You know, any given uh, tweet from him or any take from him is very usually pretty irrational. But I think that was like actually like he kind of made sense there. I'm gonna read the tweet quick. Yeah, go. No doubt the NFL is considering posting the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. No, I it kind of makes sense. It's just, it's always something with Skip. That, that's the problem. People I, it, love to jump on Skip, and, yeah. and it gets clicks. And at the end of the day, Skip does it all for clicks. But I, yeah. I don't think what he said here, I mean... I think he said a lot of worse what things. What he like said the past week. was, the NFL likely will postpone this game. But how? Because there is so much unknown and so much importance in this game, but it doesn't seem that well, important. I, obviously, I, I think what he said, I think he's right. Like what you're saying is correct, just simply off the point that them what they're gonna do from here on out with the season is such a big talking point. So he's kind of right. How could you do this? It's like it's he's making it seem like it's a huge deal if they do uh, postpone this game or cancel it. And look, they did cancel it, and it is a big deal now. We're talking about it. How this is this unprecedented thing where they've never done anything like this, where they're they're shifting the entire season over this. And so he was kind of right. So I mean, like it's again, Skip. He's he's often very. Uh, very brute with what he says about things. He's he's not, you know, he doesn't think of people's emotions or feelings or st- stuff like that. Uh, he goes about things very wrong with his uh, execution and how he presents himself. But and this one, I really don't understand how, why he got this much backlash. It was it, I, it, in this scenario, I don't think it was really warranted. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then yesterday, so Shannon Sharp didn't show up to their show on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday they went at it again. Did you see that clip? Yeah, to start the show. Where, when they started the show, so just to give some, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just to give some background. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Context. Context was the word I was looking for. Just to give some context, Shannon Sharp opened up his show with his monologue, and then he mentioned that he wants Skip to delete the tweet. Skip said, "I'm not deleting the tweet." They went back and forth. It seems like. Do you think these do, do these two genuinely don't like each other? No, I don't think they don't like each other. I think uh, with the right amount of money. I think anyone could like each other, and they're both making a lot of money. So um, if you pay me $8 million to sit in front of someone that I don't like uh, and say, hey, 
this guy's gonna be your best friend for the next year. I say, I'm hanging out with him every day. What are you doing? What do you want? We want to go grab lunch. It's that's what it is. That's what the business is. I don't think they don't like each other. Um, it, they kind of, it's definitely a lot of it shtick with the show. They kind of put on an act most of the time, at least sometimes like I've, I've seen sometimes it does seem like they don't like each other. And uh, like that, I don't know if you saw a couple of weeks ago when they were talking about something with Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady, and yeah, it Skip's was... like, "Oh, you're mad that he's better than you." Like that's a that's a dick th- thing to say. You're, you're being a dick. Shannon Sharp was one of the best tight ends ever. He's a three time Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer. He, he had a, an amazing career. Of course, he's not Tom Brady. No one is Tom Brady. He's the greatest player ever. But like, you can't just go about saying things like that. It's so sometimes I can see like why they would get mad at each other. But I think uh, Skip was, or, sorry, Shannon came into that episode that show with the perfect position. Everyone hated Skip, and like literally anything he would say in opposition to Skip, everyone would love Shannon. Oh, Shannon, you're doing a great job. We're with you, man. Yeah, you're dealing with this guy. I can't believe you have to deal with this guy every day, blah, blah, blah. So he did this whole like fake getting mad that he interrupted him thing. And he came out as the good guy, and he knew he would, and that's that's all it really is. It's this stupid little dramatic thing, and they're going to end up being on the same show for a while. Anyway, so continuing getting paid millions, so. So moving along here, fantasy football was obviously impacted greatly by this DeMar Hamlin situation. The game was called a no contest. The game was canceled. So fantasy pretty much says, the game is canceled. If you had anybody in the Bengals, sucks for you. Yeah. Well, lucky for you had me. anybody in the Bills, sucks for you. I, 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 this that is, shouldn't happen. Uh, listen, man, it's... It's again, it's an unprecedented thing, and it sucks that this happened during. Like, no, it doesn't happen like that during, during the finals because you during you, the no, finals. No no, 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 no. So this is what happens: if you're playing fantasy football, you do not end your league like this. I don't care what type of league you're in, how much money it's worth, you do not end your league like that. What you do is, if your league was still ongoing and either player, so it has to be, it has to be like mathematically close. Like if you're down by fifty points and the guy had Joe Burrow, the game is over. But if you're within, you know, twenty five points here. And either player and either team had players. You have to continue the week onto week eighteen. And yeah. what you do is you play this week out full rosters, and then you replace the players that were out on Monday yeah, with like a bench player. Yeah, yeah. For example, flex I have one league, and this was, league was really close. I had Stefan Diggs. He had Joe Mixon. So this week, what we should do is we won't do it because everyone is just goddamn so soft now is we should play Week 18, and then I should get to replace Stefan Diggs with a bench-wide receiver, and he should get to bench, and he should get to replace Joe Mixon with a bench running back. So essentially, we'll have one extra roster spot this week. You play the week, you add the totals from both weeks, there's your championship. That is the most logical way. How do you just stop? You just stop? I, I dedicated my three months... Oh I dedicated every Here single day to fantasy football for the last three months, and it just stops now. Yeah, Should I that guess. happen? It stops. So it's hard. Just stop. They kind of ha- they- so the league is so the championships. But the thing is, and this is where I'm not trying to be insensitive, but life, like the NFL, moves on. They come up with a plan to move on. Why does fantasy just end? I don't know. I'm I'm in a similar situation because I'm in my championship game. I made it to the championship. Uh, my quarterback is is uh, Josh Allen. The guy I'm playing, his quarterback was Joe Burrow. And they were the last two players. Uh, and what were you down? But that's the thing. I don't really care because he had uh, Mike Evans, McKinnon, and... Oh, so you and, uh, <laughs> and Let's Amari say, you were, down, let's say so, you were down by seven points going into that game. Yeah, then that would be a big deal. I was so down you by think 40, you just lose? But- uh, you think you should just lose because the game was canceled? It, it sucks. Or should you carry the week over to next week? That's why I can't, I can't say I'm not Because if it's close upset. enough, carry the week over. It shouldn't matter. 
Because I have some kid messaging me right now because I'm in a follower league. And this is our he's messaging me, when are you going to send me the money? Well, first of all, we just found out last night that the game's officially <laughs> quick. So relax, buddy. Quick with it. And I hope he doesn't see this, but relax. Um, you, you obviously get paid. I'm not going to stiff anybody. But regardless, our situation is I was down 18 points. I have, what did I have? I had T. Higgins. He had Gabe Davis. My chances of winning that game, pretty bleak. So I don't mind giving him the championship ring. But it's not unforeseeable to say that T. Higgins would have gotten in a full PPR league 18 more points than Gabe Davis next year Next yeah. in that game. What we should do and what everybody should do is advance to week to week 18. If there's buys, so be it. The circumstances are going to happen. You can't just screw somebody over because the game got... I mean, it's a championship yeah. week. I, I don't like the idea of just ending it. Just ending it so it's just over. I, I think they could have implemented week something 18. with, with Play week 18. week 18 and replace the players with guys on your bench. It's very simple. You don't just end it. You don't just end it. What's the point of that? Yeah, we're going back to therapy session. I can feel it soon. It's, it's, it's going to... Now what do you want to talk about? How much time we have left here? Five minutes. Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, kind of. Did you see the video of Dana White slapping his wife in the club? Uh, No. You didn't see that? I didn't see it. So what's up with Dana now? I don't like Dana. Obviously, me and Dana have some beef. I don't what think do you mean, he... obviously? This is something like literally only you retain. It's not... Yeah, I guarantee he doesn't remember it very much. No one else... Like, it's not like this was this big like sparring session where you just went out... Yeah, he, you, uh, you asked him about Jake Paul. He didn't like it and... Well, he brought me up on the Pat McAfee show. And you clearly, you clearly have a little bit of a... He's just on my list, that's all. A what, lot of guys are what, on my I don't, list. Whoa. What kind of list are we talking about? Just a list. Is, do I need to like, not show up I to work one day? I have a list on my notes of okay. people that I will get back one day. How? I don't know. When? I don't know. But I will get them back. <laughs> Whatever that means, it's man. It's scary, man. It is, right? I'm yeah. Scary. I'm a scary guy. I'm a scary guy. I think Mike Garcia wants to chime yeah, in yeah. on the Dana White situation. Mike? Hey, how you doing, guys? So the whole thing about Dana White slapping his wife is not only crazy by itself. The crazy thing to me is how many fighters and fans and other people that are actually defending his actions. That's the craziest thing about all of this that's been going on. Well, on yeah, top I of all of that, he has this power slap league, this fighting slap league, whatever the hell it is. The distribution is TBS. Instead of canceling the whole thing, they're postponing it one week. Yeah, I did. What did that tell you? I, I think TBS already pulled the. Uh, I think yesterday they pulled the uh, the TV rights for it. Did they pull it or did they postpone it? Uh, I saw they pull, maybe maybe they postponed it for just a week, but I saw something that they're going to pull it. But um, may, may, maybe you might be right. I didn't read too much about it, but I think with fighters, I, it makes sense that the fighters aren't going to say anything back because Dana White is the the UFC like emperor and like anyone that ever goes against the boss in that promotion, uh, they end up. They end up like you know eating it in in with revenge at some point. Like he ends up getting back at them because he but runs again, the show. But again, at what point do we as a society come together and be like, "Yo, domestic violence is not okay." I don't give a damn if his wife did it first. He hit her back. So if we do nothing, if ESPN under Disney, if they do nothing, if Endeavor, the people that own UFC, does nothing. What does that say to the fighters? What does that say to well, people in general? That well, we're okay with it? Why should we be okay with it? Because he's the boss? Screw that. Honestly, though, a lot of the fighters are, have domestic abuse. Matt Brown. Oh, not Matt Brown. <laughs> Matt Hughes, BJ Penn, John Jones. Like, they've all had domestic abuse. Tony Ferguson. All, like, all the, like, these are, like, notable fighters. And they've... It, listen, fighters aren't the best people themselves, too, a lot of them. So what do you suggest happens to Dana White, Mike? Who was it that said on ESPN that he should be punished on how he would punish others? 
I didn't see that. You can't. That's the thing. You can't really punish him because he's head honcho. Who's going to punish him? If Endeavor decides to the do Matrix? something about it, chances are they will. Chances are now, you know, oxymoron what I'm saying, they won't. No, it, because we know how they feel about Demex the violence. They don't give a damn. That's yeah, the problem. Well, most businesses don't care until it starts losing the money. Like they'll anyone will reinstate. There's so many athletes that have done like domestic. It doesn't make it any better, but like there's so many athletes that have had domestic assault or even worse, like worse stuff, like the sexual misconduct, and they just kind of get reinstated if people forget about it or if it's it gets paid off, anything like that. But it sucks. But and like Endeavor's not going to punish him. It, they should, but they're not going to because he's too important to the company. Is he, though? Really? Is he, though? Can you tell me that if Dana White gets out of the UFC, that there should be repercussions and he should be accountable for his actions? He said it himself. He said a few years ago, there's no coming back from hitting a woman. So why should he be exempt from that? Bill? Yeah, no, I, I don't think he should. I, that's what I said. I think he probably should get punished. But no, You just said they won't punish him. But they won't. He should, but they won't. There's a lot of things that should happen that don't happen. Yeah. I'm not saying that this world is, is not fair. You know, there's a lot of bad people who get good things all the time. People keep saying, you know, good things happen to good people, bad things happen to bad people. It's not true. That's some fairy tale that you, you tell kids to make them be good people. So what is up. life about then? Is it life? Oh, was, my you're God. Me life, and I just don't know why I keep circling back to this therapy stuff, but is life just one big facade? Yeah, dude, it sucks. Life sucks, man. Life sucks. It's not. Life this is sucks. a good example. I mean, Dana White's a dick. I mean, he's been, he's been a dick before. Dana White's a massive dick. It's a penis with but, ears. But he's he, he's a dick, but he's very good at what he does. Yeah, he's great. That's why he's like, great. He, he's he's, no, the he's biggest, awesome at what he he's, does. He's the Bad. single most important yeah, person. So what does he do? He's the single most important person in a sports history. That's that, that's point blank. Period. You know, you you could try to like circle way around this, but no single person has been more important. Uh, to MMA than him and honestly you could say that about like in sports in general if you had to put one person who's most important to their entire sports history out of every sport Dana might might be number one alright Phil and with that any last words um yeah go you need a, uh you need to go to therapy man like okay. you, you seem like you're not doing too well Andrew Tate 2024 that's how we'll wrap up the podcast <laughs> oh my God. today for Just 77 WABC Sports I'm Mike Dino and I'm Phil Dixon we'll see you next week if you only have a 401k you're not getting the most for retirement wait what add a Robinhood IRA on top then they'll boost it by three percent you can do that and if you transfer in any retirement account you get three percent on top of that is there a limit to the match no limit Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.